mini-episode 1602 of the FDH Lounge is brought to you by Sportsology, delivering unconventional columns and webcasts about sports, TV, music, movies, and more. Follow them on the web at Sportsology.com. The FDH Lounge. You want to schedule your life around it. A long time ago, on a gloomy, wet Cleveland spring night, two men stand alone amidst the late-night drizzle. Their voices echo across the vacant station parking lot as they debate the merits of the great American radio show that have been missing for far too long. On that night, an idea was born. That idea became the FDH Lounge. Welcome to the FDH Lounge. Welcome to mini-episode 1602 of the FDH Lounge. This is FDH Managing Partner Rick Morris here with our preview of Succession Episode 4.2. Here's our top five notes of interest heading into the second episode of this final season. Number five, a small time jump went a long way. A few months out from their mom's red wedding, the Roy siblings, sans Khan, as usual, are planning their own media empire. Logan is preparing for the big deal with Matson to go through, and the poster child for the economic top 1%, Connor Roy, is willing to burn more money and or have a large stunt wedding to maintain his 1% in the polls. The show has only hinted about how far along the presidential election is, but it sounds like Khan is a third-party candidate in the general election rather than still a Republican hopeful in the primaries. Even if his wedding isn't the freak show that he initially floated, it has the potential to be even funnier than Kendall's birthday party, which is a high bar to cover. Number four. The Roy kids agreed on a direction until they didn't. At first preparing to launch The Hundred, a buzzy type of hybrid of every 2010s and 2020s new media idea, instead they make a move for Pierce Media once they are inadvertently tipped off by Tom about Logan's plans. For Shiv and Kendall, it's clearly about revenge against the old man, so, while Roman is clearly being overly conflict-averse with his father as per usual, he clearly saw the situation the clearest, even if his enthusiasm for the new project didn't exactly jibe with his past cynicism, and for a show that, admittedly, spends most of its political energy satirizing one side of the political spectrum, Seeing the family that runs this program stand in for the New York Times, fanning a bidding war while hypocritically stating how much they hate such unbridled capitalism was completely hilarious. The Roy kids are now all in on the oldest of old media in a fight against their father in which they were trying to present themselves as the future. That should go well. Number three, long live the disgusting brothers and crunchy peanut butter. It seemed like Greg and Tom were completely on the same page at the end of Season 3, but Greg is clearly relishing his new elevated status, and Tom is still needing to keep the upper hand on him. That's what led to the humiliation of Greg having to come clean about how he defiled Logan's guest bedroom. Plus, Greg bringing in the social media attention monger knocked him down a few points with the old man anyway. Why does Tom need to keep that upper hand on Greg? Because... Number two, Shiv and Tom are presently on a course for divorce. While never discussing explicitly what Tom did at the end of season three, Shiv left him and actually wants him more than she ever did before because he's out of her reach. Of course, he's out of her reach because of her own stupid pride, 
and her failure to own how miserable she made him all the way up to the time when he sold her out to Logan. She denied him the chance to justify himself in the season opener, but previews have shown that the day he does is coming, and unless Shiv does what she never does, which is to look within, she'll deny any complicity whatsoever, and the divorce train will keep chugging along. Number one, we have our first extended look inside Logan's orbit, and it is amazing. The ringers Chris Ryan and Andy Greenwald have made the point previously on their excellent successor recap podcast that the view inside Logan's world has always been oblique, but it is that way no longer. Episode 4.1 gave us many treats the likes of which we'd never had before, such as what passed for a heart-to-heart with his chief of security and the scenes where Carrie, now all but out of the closet as Logan's lover, got to speak her mind to various parties. We never got to see her do that when she first really emerged in Season 3, but right off the bat, her dressing down of Greg was exhilarating for all of the possibilities that we'll get to see. Logan's reaction to losing the Pierce deal to his children will be seen up close in a manner that the previous seasons didn't allow for, and this late-in-the-game addition of perspective will add so much to this legendary last ride. Thank you for joining us for this mini-episode of the FDH Lounge.